I want to go where culture is. It's going to be for us, but also for young people. We are millennials. Yes, we can. This place is freaking awesome. Real happy you like it. You better lawyer up, asshole. You just got to reach your threshold and run past it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fan. <laughs> you guys, it's hard when you have two different versions of the show and you just sometimes you go on autopilot. But this another is fan club, fan club episode. Um, club behavior. We, we weren't planning on doing another episode this week. We just have our one that you've just heard, our book talk episode that came out this week. But given what what has happened this past weekend in Brazil? We just couldn't stay away. It's like a drug. Yeah, it's. I was just thinking about it as I drove up here. Like this season of Formula One has been like an action movie where all of the action happens in the last twenty minutes. You know, it's it's like a really slow build. What do you mean? Explain. Well, you know how it, I just feel like it's been. You know, there's been some interesting things with silly season and whatever, but it's like the races have been kind of a snooze. There just hasn't been a ton. I'm not saying that. You know, there's been some moments. I see what you're saying. But overall, like we've been it's been the slowest been... build of all time. And then the last 20 minutes of the movie is where all of the things happen. Yes, I, I would agree with you. Yeah, because I mean, I guess that's kind of how it always is technically in a season. Last year, for example, the Max Lewis thing, it's like it's all hinging in these last two. Moments. Yeah, but I think that's what's weird is nothing's hinging on these. La- I mean, yes, there's like second place and all that but like the championship's over so it's just funny that like all of this it's not it's not even like it's not championship chaos it's just like it's just chaos that's true well the chaos really is i mean you just you just said it last year going into abu dhabi max and lewis were tied on points for for first and this year going into abu dhabi Mm -hmm. checo and Charles are tied on points going for second place so there is a fight but it's for second but it's still going to be and we'll get into, I mean, there's a lot of drama brewing, so we have to... Yeah. So much. So it's drama. like a high school girl's locker room. It's wild. And people say that this sport is serious. No, it isn't. It's not. I mean, there are serious moments, but it is not It is not very serious. It's child's play. It is child's play. Okay, so obviously we're talking about the Brazilian Grand Prix. We didn't have the intention of doing a recap about every single race weekend. Right. But... And there's Alas. been so many that it was just kind of like, okay, what are we going to talk about if we did a recap? So, but now we have to. Now we have to because basically every single uh, aspect of this weekend was there was interesting things. Yeah. So you can't stay away. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the qualifying this week because big stuff happened and big quality. Now, first things first, it was a wet quality. It was. And you know how much I hate those. Yeah. And I kept forgetting that it was a sprint weekend. So when there were like... um. I got the note because I was um I couldn't watch qualifying, but I got a notification like see who qualified, and I was like qualifying's tomorrow. Like what's happening? Mm. And then I was like, oh right, we, it's a sprint weekend. Right, right. Um, yeah, it was like Friday for us in in the states. Friday at like one, I think it started. Um, so obviously my workday was ruined after that because how was I supposed to focus or do anything with my life? Right. But the reason I hate wet qualies is because. They never benefit the people I like. I feel like they've always just hurt the people I like. They never benefit. Apparently, the people I like are not very good wet No, they're not. Drivers. I drivers. love a wet quality. Yeah, you love a wet quality. I like a wet race. But alas. But they don't even let them race in the wet anymore. So it doesn't even matter. Well, so it's never even really they do, wet. They don't. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Like, the last time they raced in the wet, they never should have even let them start driving. 
no the spray from that was so bad i would have been panicked i know but yeah anyway it was this isn't a time to do it made me think that when we were, when we were driving back from the gp in austin we hit a rain um storm and i was uh driving and i don't really mind driving in the rain but the visibility is like something that's so stressful yep. and i was going what like four i don't know at that point i was probably going like 55 60 miles an hour because everyone in front of me was like really like going very slowly and like yeah. threw on their hazards and i'm just going how do you do this at 190 you know right couldn't be me yeah you 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 don't i mean you can't really um but um kind of a standard kind of a standard quality um until it, they got to well the first thing was so Charles ferrari just fumbled the bag and and ferrari barely got out of q1 i think it was q1 um because of just like their the way that the track was evolving and like how quickly things were drying up i think in q1 or q2 um like teams were were changing from their inters to go to like softs and mm-hmm. they, they were like having to change their whole tire strategy but for i was just like not with it but then the Why? whole issue That's so unusual I know, it's so strange honestly like it, someone should make a ferrari strategy drinking game because yeah. like i'm sure it's out there i'm sure it's out there it's a quick way to get you know yeah we should start we should actually do that next season like beginning of next season mm-hmm. let's come up with like a thing okay and then we can like Almost like a bingo car. Or oh like a yeah, that'd thing. be fun. Bingo. We can, we can cross out as 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 things. I enjoy transpire. that, and maybe we do one a different one each weekend and just put it on social and right, right, too. yeah. So um, that I can, you know, as as we get new, uh, dumb stuff like Plan X or something, you know, that can be part of it. Right. Um. But the worst thing was that in Q three, at this point, the track is dry, pretty dry, and they were anticipating rain coming. But right now, it's dry enough that everyone can go out on softs. And everybody does go out on softs, except for Charles Leclerc, mm-hmm. whose team decided to put him on inters. Mm-hmm. And he goes out. You can hear him on the radio. He's like, are we on? Are we the only ones on? Like, I, I think he says, like, is everyone else on softs or something? And they're like, yes. And he goes, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> His passive aggressive pettiness is one of my favorite new qualities about him. And then, Not that it's a new quality, but that I we mean, get to he see. just. I don't know what's going on and we'll get into more of it because it trans it, it, it then just progressed into the whole weekend but it's like what do they have against him I really do go back to I and I don't you know whatever this is just a theory I have I don't even think it has anything to do with Charles I think Italians culturally just like run to a different tune but I'm saying it seems like it's only happening with Charles I don't feel like Carlos is getting I, I feel like Carlos has had a rough season because he's had a bunch of DNFs. Yes. But I don't feel like he's been screwed by his team. But I also think Carlos is say, is willing to say, no, I w- do this, like do what sure. I say. And I don't know that Charles does the same. He's too trusting. Like, if, I, if I remember correctly, and I please correct me if I'm wrong, as you will, but I feel like I saw Charles or a quote that Charles had like owned up to the fact that he like he and the team decided he would stay on the tires yeah but he also wasn't informed that like hey by the way like if you want to do that that's fine but like here's all the extra data you should because you know data is such a big deal so like share that information like yes if you would like to go out on these that's fine but everyone else is on softs would you like to change your mind right and i feel like carlos and again this I, i have absolutely no idea what the conversation looked like but part of me wonders if that has anything to do with it is 
Carlos is more involved in the conversation where maybe Charles it takes a step back because like you said, and we've talked about before, he's very trusting and I think he want he believes that the team has is what back. they're doing. And you know, at this point, you should stop doing that. Right. The thing I just don't understand is if you are a Ferrari, why wouldn't you go on the soft tires when there is no rain try to get the fast lap you possibly can a la Kevin Magnuson mm-hmm. and then when the rain comes you can then pit for the enters that's the question I have for yeah. them and I would like um, question someone to get on the phone to talk to but that's just I just wanted to put that yeah say that because it was it was something I was annoyed by but the real star of the show was the Kevin Magnuson poll the threat I mean so I I did actually come in at the the very end of call and I mean I don't think I stopped smiling forever. I mean, it was just the sweetest thing for, and I think what was interesting and, and Pierre actually said this too, but it was like, this is why this is the pro and con of this sport. Like, this is just like one of the perfect examples of why formula one is so awesome and also sucks because it was just like this year and maybe forever, like K mag could have never gotten P one unless all the dominoes yeah, lined up to... and fell exactly how they fell. Exactly. And and that's what was so fun about it. But also, it's what sucks about it. Because, right. you know. Because that's that's literally the only, the only way he could have gotten pole was that he he happened to get a great lap in. And then and then George had his little spin out. Yeah. So then no one Which was like, going. Thank and then you the again. rain came, right. too. Like, that's the other thing, too. It right. had to be George's fuck up plus rain's falling so no one's going to go faster right everything had to go go according to plan and i i think pierre also said this too like you think to yourself that could be anybody like right. that could have been me that could have been whoever right but then it, it makes you almost feel you're happy but then you also feel like that could have been me right like, i could have been the one that had gotten that and why why didn't i get that yeah and i but i do i think what i also appreciate is like that that doesn't take away and i think sometimes when like especially you know fans or whatever talk about it and comment on it like that situation did not take away from Kevin or Haas the absolute elation that they all felt that he was P1 like because they all understand that like this is how the sport works and like for the same reason you know you look at that you know Abu Dhabi thing not that it was exactly the same but like with Max and Lewis like it could have honestly gone either you know whatever it's like these random circumstances that just happen and like change destiny you know and it was just it was such a sight it made me so excited just for everybody and and then seeing too like i feel like maybe i just haven't paid attention to it but i feel like all the drivers this weekend were like super supportive of like yeah and i guess it was everyone's first like it was george's first win and kevin's first poll so it makes sense that everyone would have been talking about it but it was just sweet it was very sweet it was yeah it was very cute to see um gunther on the phone talking to gene yeah and then them hug kevin and yeah um, and they're all and and it is like it's it's the ted lasso yeah the haas is really the what's the ted what's the team in in ted lasso oh i don't remember oh gosh i feel like i should know that me too um okay sorry probably everyone's screaming i can look it up on my phone um but they are that team with Mm -hmm. just a bunch of ragtag underdogs they don't have the money they don't have the right infrastructure the the personnel that the other teams have mm-hmm. but they you know you know they made it happen for gene's birthday oh wasn't his birthday? his 70th birthday was uh the day of the sprint race no <laughs> yeah which i just think is really that's funny. hilarious uh, but i also i i have to just add in this little tidbit as well like daniel jpeg came like his um like bts content of that weekend like really did give a whole extra 
um, point of view of everything. And just like, I don't know. It was just like such a, it just felt like there was so much camaraderie this weekend. Yes. And I just don't know if it's because we got extra content that we haven't gotten before or what, but it made me happy. The soccer team is AFC Richmond. Richmond. Yes. Um. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, so Daniel, yeah, started his Instagram, his photography and term account like a week ago. And uh, people were saying on Twitter, like, there no other you it's like bts content and there is bts content from other people but but because it's from daniel the yeah. the content like the drivers are more happy to sure. be a part of the situation right because it's like, not a work for thing. the picture yeah or smile or whatever yeah the the like um carousel he posted from like i think it was the driver briefing yeah, or something so. was was great you got like actually smiling yeah when i think you said it too like it's like a picture of how they feel about daniel it's like the face he when they it's basically like he told them like or called their name and like that's the face that they look at him with which is really sweet right but you got happy max and checo before the drama Mm -hmm. um you got happy seb you got you got uh who else did you get in there kevin kevin um crossing his eyes (laughs) <laughs> yeah like who knew he was silly, not me um and Valtteri. then was Valtteri in that one or was that like i don't know but yeah then you had the one of the race day and it was just like the yeah. every he got pretty much everyone the one person he really hasn't gotten a, a photo of yet lewis and i i need him to get some some shots of lewis yeah. um because i feel like that's a moment we we need but obviously lewis you know he's i feel like he keeps to himself in those situations i know um okay moving on sprint now, I think I mentioned this to you before the sprint even happened that I was sort of an- not anti sprint, but kind of like meh on the sprints. Yeah. And there was a lot of articles that came out this week, actually, prior to the sprint from like Max, uh, I think Lando as well, talking about how they weren't big fans of the sprint race because they felt like one, it sort of all it really does is like reshuffle the deck from qualifying. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if, if someone, for example, Kevin Magnuson getting pole, it just puts him back to where he would have qualified. And it just it just kind of like restructures the deck, but it doesn't really the faster cars move up, up, up front, the slow cars move back. But that's kind of like all that really happens. And he also said, which becomes I it, it becomes kind of funny based on what happens on Saturday, what happened on Saturday. But he also said, you know, it's really about just like keeping your nose clean. Just you don't really try to go for too much because mm-hmm. it's not the actual race. It's just a position for the race on Sunday. So why try to go for something to get P4 when you can right. just hang back, maybe stay in P6 and then you can go for it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then also the lack of that. There's no pit stop. He's like, there's then that you're just on the same tire the whole time. So whatever. Yeah. And I feel like the other pit or the other pits, the other sprints we had this year were kind of meh. Like from my recollection, I just didn't. Your first race was a sprint. Yeah, it was. Imola. Um, but uh, so I was I was just kind of always like, meh. But this week I feel like was like amazing. Yeah, they like did it. You they know, they and, like, like it confirmed race. the like reason for having it was yeah. this specific race. And I yeah. wonder if maybe they should just do them in Brazil. Yeah. Well, and I think for me, it um not that they're the same, but to me, the reason I like sprints is the same reason I like what quality is. Sometimes you just like have someone who's the car is better on, you know, the shorter distance or whatever. Who cares? Like however the things change up and it just 
I don't know, just kind of changes it up and maybe gives advantage to someone who wouldn't normally have it. I do agree, though, the like to me, the the qualifying for the sprint race, which, you know, gives you your position for the race feels a little redundant. So, like, I wonder if it would make sense to take the like finishing grid from the race before and make that the starting grid for the sprint or something. They're talking about changing it for next season so that how they qualify on Friday is how they'll start on Sunday. Mm. And it, I think it is also how they'll start on Saturday, but it, it doesn't, it, w- it won't matter how they finish on Saturday. Okay. It just, it, 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 it's like its own separate thing Got completely. It. completely. And it, but then, you know, they carry over the Friday r- mm-hmm. results. Cause like for, for example, for Kevin to get his first poll on the weekend, that's a sprint weekend. He didn't actually get to like be poll on Sunday for the race. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that would have been, that's kind of a, that's kind of a bummer that he didn't get to like have that experience on the Sunday. Yeah. Um, would have saved him, would have probably benefited him in his race. If yeah. Maybe had started out P one, um, kept him a- away from Daniel, mm-hmm. but, um, but man, he held on to that uh, position until DRS kicked in. <laughs> yeah, I held on for about like a lap and a half, two laps. But it was so fun. But I was he, so excited for him. It was best. Um, but yeah, it was it was so good. Like the George and Max battle mm-hmm. was so excellent. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was great. And then obviously, did George have a little thing? I mean, not not George. Did Max? Was there like an incident on Sunday? I know that they, I know that George and, oh no, George, I mean, Max and Carlos had like a little yes, touch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had, some, he had to go get his, he had to go get a new wing. No, no, not on, not on. That was the sprint race, wasn't it? No, he didn't know. That was the actual race. Oh yeah. It was the actual um, race. He just had like a little like touch. knock. Um, uh, because Carlos then passed Max and then Lewis passed Max. It was just like, oh ooh, my ooh. God. And then the whole Alpine branch out. <laughs> When Fernando lit his teammate's car on fire. Well, what did Fernando say on the on the radio? He was like something about our friend. Yeah, he uh something about like I well, I lost part of my wing thanks to our friend or whatever it was. And I was just like, that is incredible. Like I cannot, I truly cannot wait for the petty banter between Fernando and Lance, because it will happen. What is so funny is like Alpine probably thinks that they are not dodging a bullet, but they're like, okay. They have Fernando's no idea gone. what's coming. But like they're literally about to step right back into it. And honestly, it's going to be worse. It's going to be so much it's worse. Gonna be worse. Here in Esteban, like and uh, part of me wants to be wrong and part of me wants to be completely spot on with this prediction. Please tell me. No, just that they're going to be absolute like frenemies. Like I don't think either one has the potential to be as petty as Fernando is. You know, Fernando yeah. a, a a totally different level in terms of his pettiness and his sort of yeah. whatever, but but the relationship between fr- yeah between and the history, and but and I think there's going to be like genuine like anger, yes, and like not good, like might do press separately, might you know I don't know. It's going to be very very interesting to see what happens, and like I just don't think they know what's because also you have two guys who are the same age, basically. I was thinking about this today, actually. They both have had, I mean, Pierre wasn't kicked out of F1, but they both have had like situations that have like, they've like tasted like failure to some extent. Obviously, mm-hmm. Esteban lost his seat, had to come back, and then Pierre lost the, the Red Bull seat. So I think they're both like very hyper aware of like, we've lost it before, we this, could lose it again. Exactly. And they probably think like, if I'm, if I'm, if one of us is the Daniel Ricardo mm-hmm. in this Lando Norris, Daniel Ricardo situation, then 
I'm effed. Yeah. You know, like I'm done. Like if, if, if Esteban handedly beats Pierre, Mm -hmm. what happens to Pierre's career and vice versa. And I feel like at least from, you know, from where I'm sitting, they seem to have a very similar level of ability. Yes. And now that they're going to be an equal machinery, um, it definitely levels the playing field even more. And so I'm just so curious because I think that's going to be like, to me, it feels like that's going to be the strongest competition from like a team perspective, like the angriest like team competition. And it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm I, really bummed. I really don't love their color palette. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to miss Pierre and the white and Navy, but um, I guess we'll just continue to move on from that. We'll be fine. Yeah. They, 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 they need to go harder in on the blue, the blue and, white, and they need to and mute less the pink on a little. Like, I don't, the pink is fine. I get it. And like BWT is like pink and cool, but like, let's meet, let's just like dial it down, dial it down a bit. Yeah. Um, the blue will bring on his eyes. Yeah. That could be good. Like, okay. can we go like, you know how Mercedes has the, um, like the teal, like accent line. It's like, sure. let's go pink accent line, not yeah. pink. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a minor grievance. Renault, when they were like mm-hmm. the yellow accent, yes. the black you know yeah main um yeah and and then aston martin is gonna just have them have themselves a real situation with fernando and lance yeah and what i'm curious about is like what lawrence's role in it is gonna be you know like will lawrence just say you know what fernando i'm worth a bajillion dollars and i don't want you here so here's all the money from your contract and please leave the sport forever that's just not gonna work for fernando and it won't happen because i just don't see that actually happening but um, I mean, if Lance is driving the way he's been driving with Sebastian, terrible, an absolute icon right. of this sport, he's just well, going to give us also an icon. Of this yeah, sport. but we've got Sebastian Vettel, who's like, a, well, at least as far as I've known him, a class act, yes, like yes, paternal, yes, very loving yes. person. And then Fernando, who's like your yes. car salesman uncle who like just is right and you can't tell him otherwise. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes, you know the uncle I'm talking about. Yeah, but I, I, <laughs> I do. But I just, yeah, it's just going to be. There's so many, and we can get into this later. But like, there's just so many. I don't call them matchups, but like teammate dynamics next season. I'm just going to be waiting to yeah. see how they unfold because, and I just need Esteban just to like take a hike. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But like nothing will give me, especially after like this whole debacle this season, like with Daniel and all just the suffering I've had to deal with. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah, all about, it's all about you. <laughs> nothing will give me greater satisfaction. Like redeem the whole situation is if Pierre just crushes the living daylight out of Esteban. I mean, it will be his whole mission. Like, crushes him like a little bug. Yeah, like a gnat on the wall. Just. <laughs> I really like the sound effect. That was good. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Living super for interesting. For um, okay, so that was the sprint. George won the sprint. Exciting yeah. for him. Good job, George. Okay, let's go to the race. And what a race it was. What a race it was. Jeez Louise. I don't think I breathed the whole no. time. I mean, I definitely didn't breathe the first like 10 or 11 laps when everything was happening. I was just like, shit was going mm-hmm. all around. I did say before the race started that I would sacrifice Daniel's race mm-hmm. for Lewis Hamilton. Which is the second time in two weeks that you have predicted 
or that you have said what you want to happen and then it happens. Like you said, I just want Daniel to overtake and then he did. And then I, I'll sacrifice anyone's race for Lewis's. And within moments of you saying that now, look, I'm not putting all the weight um, on your shoulders because that's not how this works really. But um, so it was pretty, you're saying I should say Daniel's going to win. I'm saying that you should use your power for good. If you okay. have it, okay, you've been I'll touched try. by Albon's mother. And I think that you should use it for good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the Daniel and K mag incident was tough. It, it was, was such tough. a bummer. That was a bummer. Yeah. And I, so it took, I don't know, three minutes for them to show the part that Daniel actually hit Kevin's car. Cause I could, I could not figure out how it happened. It just seemed like he lost, like had a like oversteer or whatever, and just kind of spun out. And I was like, well, that sucks that he is out, but that also Daniel is out. And, you know, it gave us a little bit of relief that it was Daniel's fault because or that someone was at fault, I guess. That like no, it w- Amy really thought it was Daniel's fault because it there's something about if it had been his second to last race and somebody hit him and knocked yeah. him out, it's like ugh. Uh, but yeah. it's like if, if he has to pay for his own wrongdoing, then that's a mm-hmm. different I don't know, in my own mind. Yeah, yeah no, I get it. I think he, I think he would rationalize it that way too. Um he did get a three place three place grid penalty. And some points. For, yeah, which unlike his friend. Which is just a conversation we'll have to hold off on for a few oh, minutes. I have a whole segment. I know you that. do. Um, so that's a big bummer because he already doesn't qualify well anyway. So he's going to start the race probably like, I don't know. Yeah. And it was a big bummer. But I also just like for Kevin, I just feel like if if hot, if this had to happen on any weekend, like I'm glad that they're going to remember the poll. They're not going to remember, you know. Yes. The, uh, the minor incident. So we just need Daniel to have a great quality in abu dhabi i mean i'm mm-hmm. talking well zoe cool. and i discussed it earlier the podium uh in abu dhabi will be sebastian Vettel, daniel ricardo and mick schumacher so everyone get excited for that we've talked to alex's mom and she's lining it up for us <laughs> well alex, alex's mom really had powers alex would not be in a williams right now okay first of all it would be way too obvious if she just like well she had him in the red bull she had him in the red and, bull and he couldn't deliver well so sometimes you have to leave some things up to death you know free will zoe you know who actually might be a witch is the kelly f- kelly pk like there's we really think that no Uh-oh. i'm just saying just i didn't know she on, was like a wiccan or something no, no, no. just like on how successful max has been like she might have some powers yeah or like money to bribe people with sure <laughs> sure well, that feels that feels like a you know an easier leap than her being a witch <laughs> I just like to think of there being witches out there. Yeah, me too. Um, so that was a bummer. And then yeah, it was right away. Not right away, but shortly after that, Lewis and Max. Well, because it was we had the the safety car oh, came safety out. Car. Yep, yep. For what, like five laps, six or four laps, something like that. Then immediately safety car is like, okay, see you later. And then it's like, whoop, let's do this again. <laughs> Lewis and Max have a little situation, and then like, and then truly immediately after that, Lando and Charles, yeah. and it was like. What is happening? Yeah, it was like, crazy. It was... And then Carlos's brakes were on fire at some point, but they like let him go anyway. <laughs> yeah, Carlos had like four pit stops. He's well, he's leaving a pit stop. His back right is just smoking, and everyone was just like, "Yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> just keep going." Yeah, um, and then he pitted twice after that. Charles was had like some front wing stuff. He had to pit. He called Lando a dick. Of course. Oh yeah, you just said you said the Charlando thing. Um, sorry, which is kind of funny. Um, and, and he flipped him off, didn't he? 
No, that was in qualifying. I oh, think. I think. I don't know for sure. He may have. I just saw the one picture of him flipping off someone. Oh, I I, I don't know when, when it was from, but Which, like he is just the villainaire is upon us. He's and I am I'm looking forward to villainaire Charlotte Claire. And I'm really looking forward to the um what's the word when you um uh the storyline, but that's not really what I want. Um journey isn't the word either, but we'll go with that. Maybe of his villain era arising in Drive to Survive. Ah, uh, okay. Progression feels like the closest to what I'm looking for, but um, that's still not it. Um, yeah, we just need him to get mad. Yeah, he needs he needs to get he needs to get there. Um, mm-hmm. but what I was gonna say is I felt like this was one of the races. I feel like most of the season because Max has been so far ahead and usually like the front runners kind of get themselves far out. And so that the podium is kind of seemingly decided like well into the race. Yeah. It's kind of like, they're going to be one, they're going to be two, they're three. And so we've typically been focusing on the battles in the middle of the race, like mm-hmm. for P8 or P10 or, or whatever. And it felt like this was one of the first races where we were actually, the battles were actually in the front. Yeah. And it was the Ferraris challenging the Merck, challenging the Red Bulls. And mm-hmm. and part of that was the fact that Ferrari, that Charles and Max both had had to pit early because they had damage and they right. had to like work their way through. But then you had, I don't, I, it just felt like there was just much more happening. Like, did we even really see anybody else in the race? I mean, I don't feel like we not ever really, really but saw I, anyone. No, I feel like we saw Alfa Romeo a little bit. A little bit, but But barely. not much. But it was interesting because I feel like at one point, like, almost all of the teams were basically racing it or, like, neck and neck with each other. Yes. That was... And I don't really remember seeing that so consistently. Yes. Like, Fernando races, finished fifth, but did we really even see Fernando driving that much? No, I, I didn't. Remember. I No, and I honestly didn't even remember that until... um I oh I saw the F one troll um when he has when he's with the two great girls and he said something and then it's it was some meme I don't it doesn't matter go look it up yourselves guys I don't know but I was like wait he beat the McLarens and then I remembered that the McLarens DNF'd so of course he did everyone first did. double McLaren DNF since Monaco twenty seventeen so that's a good day for them so glad you have that <laughs> they they said that I know um so you know but. I loved their um their post race interview. They're like hostages. Yeah, it's like why are you why are you making us do this? It's not good. Yeah, they look like how do you guys feel? Bad. Look like they're like um that's like their mom made them. Yeah, like siblings having to like yeah like first day of school. Like okay, tell everyone what you're doing. It's like well we lost so Ferrari had a a very similar one too where they were just like looking sad and Mm -hmm. down. They're ready for the season to be over. Those yeah I think so too. But um I wanted to say you know. Lando's birthday was yesterday. It was. Happy birthday, DJ Lando. He just didn't have a great time of it. No, he didn't. Um, which was a bummer for him. But, but maybe he'll make up for it and rage in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Uh yeah. You could I mean he'll definitely DJ at the after party. Yeah. Hundred percent. I'm counting on that. I want him to release the song. The clip isn't enough anymore. <laughs> so if any if anyone out there is going. And he plays the song that he plays and that we've all seen the clip. Could you just take a full video and then um, I'll rip the MP3 and put it on my phone. That'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> um, and maybe he'll just continue on his festivities. I mean, he does have some some time off. So maybe he'll hit up some clubs going like a little oh bit. Oh, my God. He is going to go on a DJ tour. <laughs> Do you think he'll come to Mosaic in Kansas City? <laughs> Look, Brody Jenner did it. So... <laughs> 
should literally be like go to the promoter and be like i'm not kidding like next next you know what his fee probably is season before austin yeah something like Mm. something close by where he's like already coming to the states anyway it's just so funny because if he came or went to any local club like no one's gonna know who he even is or we need him to get into like we need him to have his josh allen daniel ricardo he it's zed well, no, no, I'm saying it with, with the Chiefs. Oh, oh, you mean like an actual sports person. Like, so that he has a reason to come to Kansas City. Yeah. And then he can go to... I'm I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think That's of who... I'm trying to think Kansas of who it would be. I feel like maybe it would be better if it was like a sporting KC person. Ah. Uh, you know? He seems less football more football, you know? Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, it's a good point. But it's like not as cool here. But it is for him. I don't even think it's that cool for him. Okay. Last, like, mm. I don't know that he would care as much. Whereas, okay. like, American football, it's like maybe he doesn't get it, but he understands like the spectacle of yeah. it. And maybe I'll call Travis Kelsey and see if he could chat with him. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, I I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on here that Patrick Mahomes is Ferrari guy is a Ferrari fan. Yeah, which kind of surprised me. But... He, drive, he like has a Ferrari, so like oh, like, okay. has to be a Ferrari fan. Sure. Um. But um, so, but I yeah, I don't really see him. I don't really see him driving with Charles or Carlos. Maybe Not, Carlos actually. Maybe because Carlos. Patrick plays golf. Golf, yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Let's get that. Hmm. Let's get that working. We got to get Patrick to reach out to Carlos. Maybe they play golf together. Um, like some sort of charity match. Yeah, like a, yeah, and then like what Lando did. But Lando also plays golf. Yeah, and you know what I need is I need Lando and Niall Warren. Yeah, they were at something together. Recently. they took a picture right i don't was know it a golf tournament did. yeah but i don't actually think that they did take a picture together well that feels disappointing um because that will make everyone combust yeah well it's the harry and daniel slash lando nile can you i sorry i just pictured the four of them in a room together and i almost broke in half because <laughs> first of all harry and nile like in a picture together tomorrow would make me cry for at least an hour wow that's quite that's wow quite a cry so putting that out there into the universe and we'll see what ends up happening there. Um, okay, but the real the real drama of the race was the end of the race. The last safety car, because of Lando's DNF, which poor guy, he looked so miserably sad. <laughs> uh, and just also ill. Yeah. Um, and um the radios, the team radios. Violent. They chose violence. Started, they started off with with Alpine, Esteban. <laughs> and they were like, Esteban. You cannot, like, do not battle with Fernando. <laughs> he said, LOL, no. And Fernando, I can't, I mean, I don't know what Esteban even said. He was like, yeah, basically, he, he was like, I'm like, not, I'm going to race. Like, I'm yeah. going, I'm going to race. Yeah, I'm not doing and that. And then he came back on and was like, it was like a parent. Like, I he was like, don't you, fight with Fernando. I swear to God, if you freaking do it, I'm going to take away your Xbox. Yeah. And he was like, you can't but do I, anything But he to did me. let, I, I don't know if he let him or if Al- Alonso just passed him, but yeah, he, he did finish in, in front of him. Yeah. Um. But I do think it's funny because it's like, I don't know, team orders are so, I have such mixed feelings about them because I understand why they exist because at the end of the day, like you are a team, but I also just think it's like, you know, allegedly you're an equal machinery, like perform. Yeah. I think part of it is they're worried about the situations that have happened in the, in the past. Um, Baku 2018, Danny and Max, you know, they're, they crash into each other and they both totally No, and no. And I, t- that I totally get, but also it's like. I don't know. Um, so that was just like, oh, that's spicy radio chalk. Okay, then you cut to Charles begging, begging 
Yeah. And the first time we, we kind of were like, whoa. And then the second, third and fourth time I was like, babe, it's icky. Like you're doing too much. Begging Ferrari to let him and um, Carlos fast. Now there's been some, we've, I, we have received some context. Oh, that's good. The couple in the last couple of hours. Context is helpful. Hours, yeah. Like, yeah. We do really just take the comms and just run with them as if we know everything. So again, as people know, Charles and, and Checo are fighting for P2. They're tied on points. So their finishing positions really matter. And they're all trying to get as many points as possible. And so Charles is asking, can Carlos and I switch places? Because I need the points. I'm so close to getting second. Please. <laughs> I think you mean question. That. Um, the issue was Carlos was in a podium position. He was in third. And Carlos was also like four seconds ahead of Charles. Or something like that. He was like almost too far away. And Alonzo was only like a second behind Charles. Mm. And so I think they were nervous that if he slowed down too much or I whatever. Think if there was then Fernando would have gotten in the mix and they could have they could have created problems. Oh, Fernando would have loved that. Also, I think I read today that apparently Ferrari was worried about there being a potential penalty on Carlos for some safety car infringement or something. Okay. So they were worried about if we switch. He'll then lose another position because of that. Got it. Um, it was sweet, though. I don't know if there's truth to it, but that Carlos was like, I didn't know Charles wanted to switch. I would have switched with him. Well, because apparently they talked about it before the race and they talked about the, doing that and they had talked about that. Which that, that's also what they agreed to. makes his frustration make more sense. It makes yes, If in his mind, he was sense. like, we agreed to this. But again, but I wondered if it was the whole situation of it. it it's not it's not fifth and sixth. That we're that we're changing. It's a podium because when you think about it, when you talk about like drivers, it's always this seven-time race winner, twenty-two-time podiums. Like they use podiums as like a stat that they to like right. to like you know talk about drivers, and so to like give away one of those mm-hmm. is a little bit. I don't love that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if Carlos would have actually done it. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, it's easy to say. Afterwards. I mean, he didn't seem too thrilled to be on the podium. No, I think he's just, you know, I, I told you this, but a friend of mine texted me and she was like, can you tell me why Carlos doesn't look happy to be on the podium? And I'm just like, I just don't, I think it's one of those, like when you are just at the elite level that they are, like third a- after a while, like, yeah, it's nice, but it's just not good enough anymore. And I think that they're just really frustrated and burnt out. And I think everyone just needs a rest. Yeah, they need a big rest, big sleep. Huge rest. Um, Their schedule is so insane. I don't know how they do it. But then the big one, the big, the the juiciest of all the dramas was the Red Bull, Checo and Max. And we never heard Checo on the radio, I don't think. I think they only ever showed Max. Or only, we only ever heard Max. Yeah, I think it was post-race that the, the it came Matt. out that he, what, that, what he said. Yeah, so Engineer comes on. At this time, Red Bull's in 6th and 7th. Yeah, 6th and 7th. Which honestly was like a beautiful, like... Well, Yes, yes, it, it was beautiful. But do you remember earlier in the race, they let Max pass Checo? Do you, do you remember that? Yes. They 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 let Max pass Checo so that he could try to get Alonzo. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Right. So then the Which, like, engineer comes on. He's like, Max, we need you to give the space for the, the, the place back to Checo. Um, he needs points. And what does Max say? He's like, well, he didn't say anything. And then oh. it the race ended and the engineer... No, he did... No, he didn't say anything. And then he came back on oh. and he said, what happened? And he said, I told you guys I wasn't going to do that. And not, don't ever, don't ask me that again. We already talked about this. I and have my reasons. He said, I have, I have my, my reasons. reasons. And it was just like... And I stand by them. 
which I, I thought that was important to add because he made sure to add that. So, which is just like, ooh, ooh, it was, it was rough. It, it was painful. It was rough because here's the thing. I understand like competition, com- being competitive, not wanting to give up anything to your, even your teammate because you've gotten yourself in a position and you deserve to be in that position. And why should you then have to just relinquish that to somebody else? Right. I get that. But Max literally has nothing more to gain. I know. From this season at all. Wasn't in a podium position. Wasn't going for a win. Like nothing more to gain. And what difference does it make to you, Max, to finish seventh rather than sixth? You know? Yeah, I do. And I, again, like I was not a fan of that. Like I, I'm not one of those who's like, well, I'm a fan. So everything they do is fine regardless of it. I don't feel that way, but I do think like what we just talked about with the Ferrari thing, like, and even when it happened, we talked about it. Like it feels like there's a very large piece of context that's missing. And you know, part of me well, goes, we okay, context. well, yes we do. But we also still don't have like the closed door conversation. Like it was this a conversation that they all had where he was like, I'm not going to do this. And everyone put their hands in and said, okay, don't do that. And now in this situation, they've asked him to do something and he looks like the bad guy. Look, I totally agree with everything you just said. I think it makes him look bad. I think it makes him look like just not a team player at all. Very selfish because the first thing I jumped to is like, well, like why wouldn't you just give your teammate the points? Like you have nothing, like you're done. You did everything. And you know, they let you pass him earlier. So like you should allow the same respect to him. But to me, it felt like there was maybe something more. I also have always thought too, like Max is just very black and white about everything. Like, it's just like, well, no, we said that this would be, I told you I wouldn't do that. So I am not going to do that. And, um, we'll get into the GQ article in a minute, but like for me, it just completely solidified the like really horrible power dynamic that he had with his father in which I feel like, again, this is not a justification. This is just like commentary. Um, And that is absolutely how his father would have responded of like, you don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. I'm the champion. I'm the winner. And like, I don't, I genuinely don't believe he meant any malice by it i think it's just like how he's wired which is not great it's just um and you know there was some bs pr quotes afterwards that you know christian was like well we've all talked about it and it'll be fine and max was like yeah if he needs me to help him at the next race i'll help him but um but yes would you like to talk about the context well yeah well i was just gonna say too like you know checo has done a lot for max yeah like this is the problem that i have with the whole situation is red bulls i i don't mean they've actually created a monster but they this is a mess of their own making in a lot of ways because they treat max and rightfully so because he's amazing as just jesus he walks on water he is everything to them everything is catered to max 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 and we've seen i mean Again, like this literal situation is why Daniel Ricardo left Red Bull. Right. It was because, which, <laughs> yeah, wow, there's some more conversations I'd like to have about that. Hasn't bit. worked Good. so well, but, but like, this is why, because it is Max's team. And then you have, you have the Pierre Gassi situation and that didn't work. And then you have the Alex Albon thing and that didn't work. And then you have Checo coming in, who's now like knows his role, understands the role he has to play. 
I'm number two. I'm here to serve our Lord and Savior. And he did his part. And I, I don't want to say Max owes his championship last year to Checo because Max earned it on his own right. But there's no denying that Checo played a massive part in Max winning that final race. Um, and Checo was all all on board to help to help Max. He was like, I'm going to do whatever I can to yeah. make sure that you get that win. Because he's number two. And this year, even in Barcelona, I don't know if you remember this, but they had team team orders. They made they made Checo and Max switch spots, and Checo said that's very unfair. But okay, oh, I do remember that. <laughs> we'll talk about it after the race. Um, but my my point, my other thought was to go back to like the Pierre and Alex Albon thing. Like the team is about Max, right? And when they have a a car that they have now that is unstoppable, unbeatable, built for Max, and Max can just run away with mm-hmm. the championship and everything and basically carry... I mean, I think I saw... like if, if it was... If Max was his own team, he'd be fourth in the championship right now in the in the driver... In, I mean, in the in the constructor's championship. That's crazy. Um, So they just need a guy in Checo to just be serviceable, essentially, mm-hmm. to like get good points, get, a, get some podiums, get some wins. But the pressure is not really on Checo because Max is doing so well. Right. The problem comes when the car isn't so good or isn't as good like it was with Pierre and Alex, where then there's all this pressure on these guys. Right. But how can you expect them to be successful in an environment where they're not treated equally right it's, it just doesn't work mm-hmm. and so they're finding themselves in this difficult position where like they're they're never going to get i don't think rebel as long as they have max they're never gonna get a driver in that seat like i don't think they'll ever get lando norris to go to no way. when max is there because um, unless lando really feels in his gut that he's like i can take it to max i can actually beat him and make it my team mm-hmm. why would you ever want to no, go yeah there? i agree and so they're in this difficult situation where it's like they're not having a George Lewis dynamic where it's like the elder statesman who is like a champion, but is also like willing to be a team player. Mm-hmm. And you also don't have the like Charles Carlos situation where it's like we're on we're like same we're, like, we're peers, but we're also equal players almost. Yeah, because Charles probably it's more his team, but. It's more equal. It does feel more equal, yeah. Um, but I saw this tweet from this um, ESPN reporter, um, which I thought was very apropos. Um, and he said, the most remarkable thing about yesterday is that Verstappen was willing to do it over sixth position in a meaningless race in terms of his season. Has massively hurt his image and to make and and to most makes it look like Red Bull has no control over him. Mm. And I think that's kind of what it was. It's 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 kind of like a parent who you let your kid do whatever they want and then yeah. all of a sudden now you're trying to discipline them and you're like, well, you just let them run free for their whole life. So now it's not going to work. You right. Know? So I don't know. What oh yeah, the context is that what you asked about? Oh yeah. Yeah. So the reason I mean, I'm I'm sure many of you obviously know this by now, but the reason that has come out. Max hasn't said anything, but it's been reported that the reason he kind of alluded to that he, it was true, but he, he didn't. Yeah, he yeah. didn't want to confirm or deny. But yeah. um, he's well media trained, if nothing else. He was. He is mad. He's holding a grudge. We for sure. Now we know Max has not been holding a grudge. Well, of course he does. Um, with his dad. Um, that um, Checo crashed in qualifying this year in Monaco, securing him in in P three and Max in P four to start the race 
And obviously, Checo went on to win that race um, because of Ferrari's colossal disaster. Um, it's a miracle they stay as high on the grid as they do Ferrari. with all of the absolute shame they put on themselves. But anyway, continue. <laughs> Just a thought that popped up. But anyway, and and Monica obviously famously a race in a circuit where if you just keep your car in one piece, you will finish where you start. You know, I mean, Daniel Ricardo won with like half an engine. So it's true. I know. Um so um so I think and so Checo apparently told Helmet Marco and Christian that he did it on purpose because he wanted to keep his third place and also probably in the back of his head didn't want max to get pole you know max was on max was on a lap at that time when he when he, he crashed and clearly max hasn't gotten over it and i can understand the grudge sure i can understand completely and, and i believe this is for a different conversation probably different day but in indycar mm-hmm. if you crash in if you cause a red flag in an indycar in qualifying your lap time gets deleted Interesting. And I like that rule because even with George in quali mm-hmm. on Friday, he he crashed, but he crashed when he was in third. And it's like mm. I and I and I and I know it's not always your fault and whatever, but that's kind of part of it. It's like there's just it's just one of those things that you like never really know if it's on right. purpose or not. And also like if you if you crash, that's like you made a mistake, whether it was your fault. Or not, so you shouldn't be rewarded for a mistake. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you exceed track limits, your time gets deleted. So why wouldn't it that happen if you like stop qualifying? Right, right, exactly. So <laughs> I feel like if you cause a red flag, regardless of it, you should be like if it's in if it's in Q three, and you crash, you're starting on on the grade P ten. Doesn't matter where you've where your first where your fastest time was, you're dropped down um, because. And the fact that it's been kind of confirmed that Checo like admitted to it. I know it's crazy. Is a little bit. Well, what's interesting too is like if he admitted it to Helmet Marco, then Helmet Marco is a mole. Yeah, <laughs> and leaked it to the well, press. Yeah, he talks about everything. No, I know. It's just like okay. <laughs> nice <laughs> glad he's leading the charge <laughs> um wild. but yeah so i can understand max being pissed and like a- again if it's if, if the championship's still up for grabs or whatever i can understand him not letting not not um giving up his place but like it's done and dusted you know sure. like there's nothing more like you sh- I don't know. To, to me, I'm like, get just get over it. Yeah, no, and I get it too. And I, I think I just go back to the like. I think if if what we have seen is the full story, there's absolutely and and even if it hasn't, it's like not excusable. And I just think it's like really bad behavior and like just poor sportsmanship. But I also think, like with everything else, you know, when you hear a comms, it's like there's so much of the story missing. And so I think that's just kind of where I am like, okay, well, maybe there is like a big chunk of the story that we don't have that makes everything he said, like, actually make sense if we like learn if we knew more about it. But yeah, I mean, given the information we have, I'm really bummed. Yeah. And I I give them a lot of grace for what they say on the radio. And they're like, Charles calling Lando a dick or whatever. I don't think he actually thinks Lando's a dick. Like, I think I mean they're friends. They're yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's just like, of course, in the yeah, game, you're, you're like pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I yeah, I totally don't 
I think a lot of what they say, it's not taken out of context. Obviously, they're saying it, but it's, right, but it's like, what uh, are we missing any pieces? And it's just in the heat of the moment. And you might say something you don't actually necessarily mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually was listening to um, Alpha Towery's podcast with um, Pierre and his race engineer, also named Pierre. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of interesting. And they were, and Pierre Gasly was talking about how he's like, I, um, he's like, at times I'll like turn like if something happens like he's mad he will like turn on turn on his radio to like say say something but he'll like won't say anything he'll like wait 10 seconds and they'll they'll like hear like his engineer will hear like the yeah but then he'll just turn it back off yeah <laughs> he's like I just try to have a like I try to filter what I say as much as I can yeah because it's all so public you know what I also just on the comms piece like I've been seeing um and I'm sure you've seen it too but like there's a way that you can um like on the computer watch like you can have access to everyone's comms yeah i want to watch that way one tv i'm I'm pretty sure um so i have to pay for it yeah i actually think i have f1 tv i actually got it because i wanted to watch all the old daniel races oh yeah but i do think that that's interesting because there's just so many comms going on that we don't actually get to hear yeah yeah you can just like follow one driver's race um do do you want to talk about daniel red bull now yes um yeah so rumor and again maybe by the time this comes out maybe more information will be announced we don't we don't know yet but um rumor it's weird it keeps going back and forth i know it really does and i don't know if if like it's just kind of like ping pong you know we're going reserve driver red bull reserve driver merc and like for all we know he's taking the hot seat i don't know <laughs> he's not he's not um, apparently being i i saw motorsport which is like an established source has basically said confirmed that Nico Hulkenberg will be announced this week as wow. Haas driver number two. Hulk and K Mag. How, how do you feel about that? Honestly, tense, uh, but excited, I guess. I really like Nico Hulkenberg, but I didn't know him that well, you know? I know. We only got him for a short I'm amount of time, so maybe he sucks, but very I know. sad. But why? Oh, because of Mick. Because of Mick. Yeah, I mean, I never wanted him in place of Mick. It's just like, I think we lost that battle a long time ago. So I, I know. I'm just, just glad it's someone that I'm three interested in. of the most you know i don't know like seemingly very loved iconic drivers nice guys in f1 are out guess what pays doesn't pay to be nice temporarily (laughs) exactly temporarily but but speaking of mick you know since he's not getting the hot seat he's been in conversations of being the merc reserve yes and i saw toto was it toto's tweet or just a quote that toto said that was tweeted yeah I don't remember he, what like, it said. Do you? Like he's like the Schumacher family is always or like name is always part of the Merck family, which um so I would love that. I would love that. I, I personally, my own personal feelings, I do not want Daniel going to Red Bull. No, because a lot of the chatter has now turned and this is so interesting because this is so a Red Bull thing to do. Is we also is want, Daniel gonna take Checo's seat? We also haven't even discussed. Oh God! And George won the race. That's because that isn't drama. That's except I was just gonna completely. I honestly forgot over it until right now. George won his first race, which was amazing, and I was really so happy for him. I I won't lie, like most of the race, I really just wanted Lewis to I'm win. I'm sorry to cut you off. I no, just it's fine. I want to make sure I at least said it. No, it's good. It was so sweet. I mean, could he be sillier? Like, no. Um, no. what did he say at the end of this one? uh oh it's just the beginning 
Okay. Um, but yeah, and he was really sweet. He, he and I knew he would cry because, you know, he, he cried when he sweet. got points at Williams. And so I knew he would cry. Um, and it was sweet. I did feel really bad that Carmen wasn't there and that Toto was that wasn't there. And not that it matters because like he has a, you know, whatever. But like Toto's been absent from a few races. And like, do we think everything's okay with the fam? Yeah, I don't know if he's like taking a step back more, like if he's just like not as but he's like the team principal. So I uh I don't I didn't know you could just like take a step back. I think you and, can. like everyone gets PTO for sure, but I get it, but um seems like a weird time to take it. But like what ifs? He was yeah. on FaceTime. Yeah, he was there. He conferenced in. <laughs> but anyway, we I'm making cut touch back on it, you know. No, it was later. really exciting. I, I I'm glad we had a Mark one to George. Apparently he kind of had an issue that with his car like some water leak that the team didn't want to tell him about because they were afraid he wasn't going to finish the race so yeah i did see um i i think i sent it to you but a very funny tiktok that if um <laughs> if uh lewis retires well when lewis retires if george is still at merc and bono moves from um <laughs> lewis to george that instead of saying it's hammer time <laughs> he's gonna say let's rustle some feathers <laughs> and that's honestly the most perfect thing for george i could ever think of it's like let's no, rustle bono, some feathers bono has to retire when lewis like i just i know but like bono might still need the paycheck lewis doesn't sure i think we just have to think about sure. people's livelihoods yeah um can we talk about daniel now sorry <laughs> Sorry. Okay, sorry I'm sorry, George. I didn't mean to like take away from the uh, love you deserve. We were really excited. Okay, um, yes. I, I just felt like we covered it, you know, when it was anyway. Now the um the rumor mill is stirring that Daniel is in fact going to Red Bull as a reserve driver, which I just feel like so weird about because the situation. I mean, okay, after everything we just discussed, the situation causing him to leave Red Bull has arguably gotten worse. So I don't know why he's choosing to go back there, but they're like, now people are saying that they think they're lining Daniel up to be Checo's replacement. And a couple things I find interesting about that. One, I don't think Checo knows. <laughs> and I think he should be clued in. But two, it's weird because apparently he's going to have a quote, flexible schedule. So you can't really just like become the next driver. If you aren't there well i think it would be i know but still yeah and then but what i do think and we've talked about this but i think he is at, at a point where he is willing to just be number two and be on the podium than be at mclaren <laughs> or I, anywhere of the like i think he's gotten to a place well i think a couple of things one is for all the shit we talked about christian red bull whatever Christian has been defending Daniel yes. in the press. He's talked about how good of a driver he is. Yes. Understand why he's not successful. What's gone wrong. Yeah. He has defended him and Red Bull is a team that knows him very well. Obviously spent a lot of time there, you know, whatever. Um, also, I think it's a car that he feels very comfortable in. Right. Um, and very uh, sure of himself in. Um. He obviously is close with Max. And I and I agree with you. I think when he left in 2018, he still believed that he could be a world champion. Mm -hmm. And he and I think at the time it was the right decision because clearly of how things transpired. Yeah. If you really believe you're world champion, it's not going to happen when you're competing against Max. Right. But I do think he's come to the realization that I am still a winning, like I can still 
compete at a very yes. high level and yes. I'm okay being I, second. Yeah, I've 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 made my peace with that. Now yeah. if you were to ever get in that seat, what do you what is mind change? Yeah, I don't potentially. know. <laughs> but I also think it's interesting. Well, I also think it could be like, you know, just put him at the front of people's minds again as a, you know, championship contending driver. But also, you know, part of me has wondered like this whole, you know, grass is greener on the other side thing. Like you don't realize what you had till it's gone. Yep. And yep. I think he's, you know, gone and explored and, you know, Renault, I think the move from Renault was probably not the right call, but he made that anyway. And that's fine. And, um, you know, Zach Brown is the Christian Horner of McLaren and Lando is the Max of McLaren. And so he was Checo and, you know, it's not fun. And I think, you know, he did the best he could there. And I think it's good that he's moving on. Um, and I guess I never really saw any negative um, interaction between Christian and Daniel. I My literal only understanding of their relationship is through Drive to Survive. So I don't really have a, a big understanding. So if anyone wants to, you know, correct me on that, please do. Because I think we've I always know. had a fine, fine relationship. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I, I mean, you know, I'll be honest. I really wanted um, him hanging out in the garage with all of our Merc friends. But um, if that means Mick's going there, I'm a huge fan of that. Um, yeah, it's just... Yeah, and and so the reason for the Red Bull thing, yeah, Red Bull said they wouldn't, they don't need him there every weekend. More flexibility. Merck, I think, wants a driver. Like Nick DeVries is like always there. Yeah, that's he's true. Merck yeah, he's always just like lurking now, in the background. The good thing about the Merck thing, which I think is interesting, is like Nick, I think, is the is the reserve driver for so many of these of these of the other Mercedes engine powered cars. So like that's why he was the Williams reserve right. as well, and also he, he was going to be. Like, mclaren's reserve right um which is hilarious um whereas red bull i don't think he were they honda still they're honda and they're i'm pretty sure the alpha Tauri reserves are like red bull junior driver like guys in f2 mm. so like i don't know that he would have as many like potential chances of getting to potentially race mm. should there be an illness or whatever as as he would have if he was with merc mick you mean no, Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Um, um, but here's what I ultimately at the end of the day, I don't really give a I I don't care. Like, go wherever you yeah, want to go. Sure. Do whatever you want to do. I don't wherever you feel like as you're long as he's the staying best around, time, I'm excited. Great. I, I don't care. It would be hilarious just for the storyline of Drive to Survive, for the TV show Drive to Survive, for him to have left the first season, for him to be all about him leaving. And then him like getting that seat back again. I mean, that is quite yeah the the story. I mean, the, the whole the whole show starts with Daniel Ricardo's face while he's driver for Red Bull, right? And then he just like dilly dallied around for a few years, and then he's just like going back. I mean, it would be it would be pretty yeah poetic. It, yeah, it'd be very poetic. It'd be wild. But so, but I really feel like the only way that's gonna happen is if Checo has a colossal just down do you know when his contract's up well, they, they, he just resigned this year uh, years, so it would have to be a buyout situation which which they're not helmet marco is yeah gonna do that you um, know. And, and i mean the good thing for daniel i guess he wants that fabulous fact is like there's yeah there's not really any junior drivers right now that are like i mean clearly they weren't interested in bringing pre- promoting any of their of their rebel juniors to the alpha tower seat mm. and they went with nick DeVries instead so like unless nick DeVries has like an amazing season and just blows the roof off the place um if checo does have if, if he does start to falter 
they don't really have anyone else to turn to. Because again, who wants that seat? Who of, of the like good contenders? Lando. Whoever, I mean, to whoever. me, that sounds so, like it sounds so bad, but like it needs to be an older driver yeah, who's been on the grid for a long it time. Does. Who's just like in a like and like role. wants to be like who wants to place well, score well, drive well. Like Daniel is that guy. He exactly. Could do that. Yeah. So anyway, that's we're just you know that's what we're gonna look out for. Yeah, I just need all like I just need it all to be. I mean, this week it's gonna happen. All of week. it. Yep. I believe it. I believe it's gonna happen. Okay, because you've been saying that for a few weeks, and I want. I, I'm. I'm here for it. Um, I think it's gonna happen. You're not talking into the microphone. I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Some other things, just random things, before we get to some of the questions that we got. Um. So apparently, word on the street is Bonotto might be out. Which my Thank response God. to that is, why did it take so long for these rumors to start percolating? They should have started. I thought, we talked about that. I was like, do we need a new principal? This is the um quote from you're terrible italian (laughs) well from like this italian publication or whatever they said um reliability issues strategic errors and a subpar relationship with leclerc are said to be the areas of concern (laughs) and i wrote duh yeah like so leadership then (laughs) being a team principal i don't know if it's because i come we come from like an american sports background where like like in football, in American football, if you have a shitty season, you will get replaced mid-season. Immediately, yeah. And you're out. You're yeah, done. like coaches get like fired yeah. on a Tuesday. Yeah, and then exactly. they're like, yeah, and, and then, then someone just fills in for the game that weekend. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe Which is a little cutthroat, but I, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, maybe Americans are too trigger happy. They 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 don't for sure give people enough. Of Everyone's chance. replaceable. But I'm just like it, the fact that it's just now they're like maybe we should replace yeah because i think at the core like everyone has kpis you know like everyone has things that they need to hit we all have performance reviews and and whatever and so like if as an italian culture you take performance reviews at a longer pace than americans do i support that but he's not meeting his kpis at all no um just from like a communication standpoint i mean it's just it's not you know the whole thing is has leadership starts at the top and it's not it's not well singing well and he apparently is like he is a he is an engineer he's an engineering background and he's not makes sense like i don't know that he's much of a of a people's person in the way that i feel like toto is and oh sure like christian is too where they're like able to manage people yeah. So and even I, if he got like a an assistant, I think he needs to like, or he just needs to like move to a different de- like department. Yeah. And like or he just needs a mouthpiece. You know, like he needs someone. I, I know I, you can't really do that, but I'm just saying, like, if you split the the role into two, and someone did the like talking to Charles bit, um, an Italian who has grown up in America. But I don't think that they do that. But if it's if if he or she is Italian, so they just have to be an Italian citizen. I, I I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's something they should look into. Is um someone that because the other thing is like regardless of how good the car is, like if your driver, if if you can't communicate with the driver well and you don't have a good relationship, it does like it's not going to be good. So no, you need to figure that out. Yeah. So we'll see. How long has he been the team? Watch principal? watch this space. Yeah, watch this space. <laughs> um, uh. If- few years yeah too many yeah. a few years too many so <laughs> anyway uh, i wish him all the best of luck in his future endeavors but i look forward to see maybe maybe we'll get another toto wolf adjacent principal yeah it's probably gonna be I actually i bet toto has a f- italian friend who he's yeah putting up for the job for sure um 
okay the other talking point that i wanted to just touch on really quickly is uh pierre's uh and really just alpha tower in general they're um just i don't know the target that's on their back with the fia uh and the fact that that Pierre's trying so hard to get that race ban. He guys, he was going too slow, and then he, he had something how hard else. He had something else yesterday. And no, I, I know. Think, I don't even know what he did. I didn't even know there was an incident. Some sort of thing that, like, I guess other drivers have all gotten penalty points for this year, and he didn't. And then Yuki, which again, can I just say, like, consistency, guys? That like uh, seriously, if there is a rule in the rule book that everyone is getting points for, like, do it for everybody. Or don't do it for everybody, but like pick one. That's yeah. it. You think they'll and listen then, to me? No. <laughs> okay. And then Yuki said he was being bullied by the FIA because he was forgotten is one of the lapped cars. Yes. Okay. That was so weird because I was, we were like, wait, where's Yuki? Like, he's just not listed. They forgot about you. Yeah. So then he got screwed because then he had to, he had to then get past all the people that were in front of him, you know, to unlap, like, he was so he was like i'm being bullied he 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 actually said that um funny. in like a funny way no like in his he was press being, conference or his you know interview after the but race. he was being serious it wasn't like yeah. a sarcastic no, you saying i'm being bullied not like this bus is too small yes correct um but i'm just like give him the race band well now he's now he can't now it's done i mean but that's going to be bad for pierre next year when he has he that's rough that's rough and i really in, in his fight against esteban i cannot have him having a race ban maybe yuki will crash into him no that's not how we need to, it to happen maybe to he'll no no no. maybe pierre will crash into yuki oh. next week i don't know i feel like i feel him. like yeah i feel like yuki would let him do that i mean you know love him but it's not he'll like he's gonna score any whatever he points. wants yeah i know so i don't know anyway also like too slow i mean that is a thing it no is... of course it's a thing it's a thing like on the normal streets too but i just like yeah, I love that. That's how he was gonna try and get it. Well, because of course he he doesn't want to have he doesn't want to ruin someone else's race. To no, get his. Course. but I do also think it's funny. Like I think the FIA is on TikTok because <laughs> <laughs> literally my TikTok for days leading up to the race was just like I think Pierre should just get some points, and they were like, "Nice try," but we've decided not to give you any points, even though you have penalties. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I just wanted to like express like my support for him during this difficult time as he's become the um enemy number one and you know we're we're always on your side pierre are we discussing the gq article oh yes we can okay really quick because i i don't think we need to get into it too much but um i do love so max verstappen is on the cover of gq just okay i didn't know if it was like just in the uk or something of the year man of the year year. it was an athlete of the year or man of the year he's he's like one of the like they have like multiple that that they have he's one of the he's the cover man man of the year and he looks great uh but what a day to drop it um pretty interesting i i don't often read the articles um because i kind of forget to because i forget that they put them online now and you don't have to go buy the magazine um whatever I read the article, guys. It made my stomach hurt a bunch. His father is a horrible person, and allegedly, no, he said it. He just claims that he's not bothered that his father is a terrible person. It made me really sad, and I think that one of the things that I I don't feel like I have to defend my liking for Max. I just think that people forget or don't think about where they came from. Um, 
when they come from like a privileged background. And I think it gave a lot of, ins- I mean, the way that, and I really loved, and it made me sad, but the way that the journalist decided to emphasize, he was basically telling the story that I feel like anyone who's listened has probably heard where Max messed up at a race, a karting race when he was like 14 years old. And his dad um, got so mad because he just went, he told Max to stop talking. Well, he told him to shut up or he was going to kick him out of the car. These are Max's words. And that, um, and so Max didn't shut up. Um, and they got to the gas station and he told him to get out of the car. And then he did. Um, I also didn't realize that he fractured someone's skull. So cool. Dad of the year. Um, yeah. And I mean, at least had, it wasn't like, abuse yeah. charges against his wife. And, but what was so sad, I, I thought about the article when I was reading it, is that he, the journalist like wrote the, Max emphasized three times that like I know it sounds really harsh but like I needed it like I I liked that kind of criticism or like discipline or whatever like I I need that and no like I I know we all take criticism and all that like there's specific ways we like to receive feedback and discipline or learn a lesson or whatever but like at the core of that he's like and I'm projecting based on personal experiences, but like he's defending abuse and it made me really sad. And I just think that when stuff like what happened this past race weekend um, and like he makes comments the way he does and he seems so just like doesn't care about anything else. Like he is a racer, unemotional, just so black and white. Like it is how he was raised and it is how, and again, I'm not trying to like, therapize him or whatever but like that's how i when i look at him it's like this is how he feels love from his father and he is just he's behaving the way he was taught to behave and it makes me really sad and i think he's a way better person than his dad but yeah i do think it like gave a glimpse of understanding of why he is the way he is and it was it was really interesting read and the pictures were great he looks phenomenal um yeah but it made me really sad i think and i think it's true like Lewis, for example, too, like the way he is and like your sort of perception of him as like this guy who kind of is like has his wall up. Right. And has this, that's very much it, he does. a product yeah. of his of his childhood, his upbringing yeah. and not feeling like he fit, fits in and, feeling and he had excluded. to build this persona. Yes, and, yeah. And having to deal with like being the only person of color, you know, on the tra- and like having to sort of compartmentalize his own life and his struggle yeah. with his dad. And, um, and, and I think if you go through every single driver, it's like, you can kind of see the ones that have had like trauma or just have had to deal with shit. Yeah. And then the ones who, um, I think have had a more well-adjusted life Mm -hmm. and who feel like they're more balanced and like, um, you know, even someone like Charles, like, I think he struggles a lot with like, a part of me thinks that's why he is so trusting of the team is like he's he wants a paternal someone to tell him what he's supposed to do right yeah and i again i and i all that that i just said about max i don't say that to justify his behavior because like i you know so many people grow up in situations like that and like become the opposite and can be so much better it's more just like the perspective of yeah i feel like so many people are just like he's so arrogant like he's such a jerk blah 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 and don't really think further than that which is very easy to do and i do that about people a lot too but i don't know it just was very insightful i felt like yeah. no it's a very good point yeah very so good point yeah everyone should go read the article if they haven't already because it was pretty interesting um okay very quickly i know we're you know yeah i know sorry no it's not your fault 
we were all okay, chatting. Yas, too much airtime. <laughs> God, he's a scary looking man he too. Is, he, I mean, he, he, he is does, frightening. He does look like he would play like the villain in like um like Batman or Rocky. Or yeah. Something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mobster vibes. Well, not really mobster. No, I know, like, but just like um, boxer um dad or yeah. something. Um. Okay. So we got some. Just, I just threw out to people like, what do you want us to talk about? Discuss on the podcast. So I'm just gonna kind of run through some of the things that people. Um. Oh, okay. Someone wanted us to, us to discuss Max's mom's comment that she left. So Max's mother, um, who was a great racing driver in her own right as a youth. I was unaware of uh-huh. that. Um, she was like a really, really good carter. Actually, oh, she cool. Raced against someone's. Da- was it was it Max's dad? Is that how they met? I I I, I don't know, but she was very very fast. Um, she commented on some posts i'm not sure i didn't, I know, I didn't see what yeah i didn't see was, the original post i just saw her comment uh, about sergio about checo cheating and monaco like crashing to ensure that max didn't get pole um and she said and then in the evening cheating on his wife first of all i always forget his name is sergio i know um which i was just like a little too far for my taste. A hundred percent because, you know, you did that because you knew people would see it. Yeah. Super and, public. And it, yeah, it's and also all alleged. Like, yeah. And also like there, but uh, it it does. Well, maybe not. But there's something for a lot of people who read that as a confirmation that the sure. allegations sure. are true. Yeah. Even if, but like I go, okay, are you just being petty and you know? saw the same photo I did and know nothing else? Right. Um. Or do you know because your son knows the truth and told you because he tells mommy everything? I don't know. Um, but like, and I know that like the whole blue check mark, like the validity of it's pretty quickly going out the window. But like when you have one, you have to just be careful with what you're saying on the internet because people she just... have a blue check mark? I thought she did when no. I saw the picture of it. Maybe not. Anyway, some people know who you are. You're publicly commenting on something. You did that on purpose, in my opinion. And, um, and also, like, I'm but, sorry, I mean, I love. Also, I'm here for the drama, though. <laughs> I'm here for the drama, but also, I'm like, like, we're in this athlete world. Like, let's not pretend like Checo is the only. I, I have no knowledge of anybody else. I don't have any personal knowledge of anyone else cheating on anybody. But I'm just saying, let's not pretend like it's a Checo only issue. Like, oh sure, you know, yeah, you're just mad that you're you're trying to defend your son right. in a way that's not talking. Like when you're trying to defend someone, just talk about them. Right. Like, you don't need to drag other people down to defend. Right. It's not good. And also, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'll move on. I'll move on. Um, Someone said, do you think LH could have won if it wasn't for the car damage? I don't really think so for some reason. I don't reason. really think so either. I feel like George had it pretty much had it had it handled. I, I don't know that Lewis... I mean, maybe, maybe. I wonder if he could have gained a little bit more on George so that when the safety car did come out that he would have been faster on the restart. Like, yeah. But I, I didn't get the sense that... I didn't get... I d- it didn't really feel that way. Yeah, it didn't feel that way for me. Um, Someone said, um, Lewis Hamilton win in Abu Dhabi would be well-deserved and very poetic after the... This is the, this person's words, not mine. Farce of 2021. Mm. 
So, I mean, I was re- when I re- reread the or when I read the GQ article today and like read in print how the race was called, I was kind of like, yikes, that was not good. <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, yes, of course, I would love a Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, for sure. Season that would be I was yeah, I, yes, it would be very poetic, and I would love to end the season with um a Lewis win because we I've I've never seen one. Um, we've never seen one. We've never seen one. We've seen a Kevin Magnuson poll. We've never seen a Lewis Hamilton poll. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, someone said, which team do you think has the best dynamic duo? Oh, that's a good question, that one. Uh, I mean, I know who I would say. Well, I know who you would say too, but what are we, like, what's dynamic duo giving? I guess the only thing I think about is the social content. But are we talking about, like, on the track? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, this person didn't Just, like, give a... Give a about, I know, but how are you answering? Well, I'm kind of thinking of of, like... They passed the vibe check. Just the whole thing. Top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going Yuki Pierre? I'm going Yuki Pierre, but like it is it is closely followed by Daniel and Lando. Yeah. I think for me, because I, I think I consume more of Daniel and Lando content. And so I think for me right now, their their new love for one another has really just uh, lit my heart on fire. Um, makes me really happy for them. But I also, I would say like Charlotte and Carlos are yep. my close second because... They're great. They're great. And when they're, you know, simpatico... You know, when it's not, when they're not on the track, it's all good, good vibes. Yes. There's too much tension for them in that garage right now. Um, Someone wanted us to talk about how hot, sick Lando looked. Guys, it's so annoying. What is it about, well, I, men, I guess. He's 23 now. So is that a man? I mean, you're a man of 318. Okay. Well. Technically. But what is it about dudes that, because like, it just feels weird, that like. The more unwell you are, the hotter you become. Like, it doesn't make any sense. If I had food poisoning, I would look ghostly for three days. He well, showed up. Part of it is he doesn't have pale skin. That to does start, help. To start. Thank you, know? you for that. Well, um, I have pale skin, no, too. No, I know, I know. It's a good point. But the pale skin part, not that you have it, too. <laughs> I, I knew that already. Um, That's a fair point. But he was glowing. And maybe it was sweat from... um having the chills or something but like yeah i mean he looked great whatever he's done with his hair needs to be replicated Forever for more. every haircut he ever yeah, has in the future don't cut it too short um yeah whoever took care of that deserves five stars on yelp um <laughs> because yelp. i don't know it's the first thing that came to my head <laughs> restaurant app <laughs> they do do they do other things yeah oh, okay yeah it's like salons are on yelp oh, and stuff oh yeah 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 yeah. I just don't right. think the salon lando goes right. to works off yelp reviews but look <laughs> Yeah, 10 out of 10. Uh, he looked hot and he's 23 now, which we decided on our last episode is acceptable age. an acceptable age for us. So that's good. I mean, Max and Kelly, they're like nine years apart. Yeah, whatever. He's hot. I, I know there's just something in my soul that knows that we probably wouldn't get along if we were like hanging out. Yeah, I don't think we I think we'd be we could never if we were like in a friend group. Mm. It would be so weird if we hung out by ourselves. Ooh, you know what I mean. Like I think we would get along in a group, okay, so but like when we lose the group, you hang out well with one on one. Um, I think Daniel, but I think Daniel would get along with everybody one on one. Um, I feel like Carlos and um Pierre, and there's something about Kevin that reminds me a lot of my close guy or a couple of my close guy friends from high school Okay, that I feel like, um, and maybe, maybe that's it. I'm trying to think of, I feel like Alex so Albon, not, maybe not Max. 
No, I don't think so. Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Max is totally... Yeah, Max, for sure. Actually, I take everything I just said back. But I, I didn't ever thought that Max... Max doesn't seem like someone who hangs out with anybody. So I didn't really think about that. Sure. I mean, sure. he does. He like is at the club with L- Landini, the DJ, but... Okay, what else? Who would you... Like, who do you think, like, you couldn't, you couldn't hang out? In I a couldn't. Friend, uh, well, but, like, that kind of, like, friend group would be good vibes, but, like, alone would be, like, oh, bad. what is, this is weird. Um, Max, mm. for me, for sure. Sure. Um, George. Uh, interesting. I think would be. But, you know, George talks enough for everybody, in a way, like, I feel like George is, like, not, not that he talks enough for everybody, He, but he's, like, a networker sure but that's like i can't deal with that. no but it would it's not like it would be awkward silence it would just be like no. awkward <laughs> i just don't think you can like chill i think you can no. like chill it's like hey you no. know and you'd have to have like a glass of prosecco and like a dress on like it, you're not he's not gonna just like come hang out in your like living room oh my god it's like a cocktail party um lance i don't think we would necessarily vibe super well sorry i guess i didn't even name some of those people because i didn't think they'd ever be in my friend group oh well but no but what you're this is great um and i'm just thinking of the ones who like this isn't a, this isn't a slight on them okay this is just yeah this is who they are as people it's just my how i feel about them like the ones that give me like the ick yeah i was gonna say like a little bit just like of like weenie vibes <laughs> sorry but it's no like, that's amazing and i think that we need to forever call it weenie vibes there's like, bde and then there's weenie vibes like nicholas latifi i think mm. it's so sweet but like i just it's just like mm. yeah it's like everything and you just kind of like you just get kind of like you could just kind of like print you know i kind of like power down you know weenie vibes esteban as well a bit of a power down situation um checo um the ones that I would like are all the other ones. <laughs> and like someone like Fernando, like I think he and I would um, really get along because we'd be assholes to each other. But I'm, I'm trying to think of who actually I think would be like a real friend, like a good friend to me or like we would actually be close as friends. I actually think you and Lando would get along as friends. You think so? I kind of do. Yeah. 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 I, I said it. I don't know. Cadence. I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we would do together though i don't know that we have a lot of similar interests oh dj uh, yeah i don't know um photography sure yeah that would be fun what yeah. else does he do uh does he paint? golf no i feel like he was talking to someone he about did, like, graphic design graphic design <laughs> graphic he's a renaissance designer. man he's gonna start doing website design <laughs> We should ask him to design our. He's gonna start an Illustrator Instagram page next. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I was I was gonna say Alex Albon. Yeah, I feel like he just seems like a fun, nice guy who would plus just... then he could hang out with Lily. Yeah, for sure. Um, and also Charles. Like we've already hung out basically. So yeah, on the street. Um, okay. Someone said, "Oh shoot, where did it go?" Um, okay. Choose one driver as your dad, one as your brother, and one as your child. Okay. Uh, dad, Sebastian Vettel. Yep. What's the next one? Boyfriend? No, dad, brother, and oh, child. Brother. Um, the child one's giving me... Uh, well, I know who my child is. Well, I know. 
Maybe Mick. As your brother? No. As your child? Yeah, guess. Okay. Um, that feels weird, though. Okay. Okay. And then brother... Let's go with Lando. Okay. Um, yeah, dad, definitely Seb, for sure. My child is Yuki, obviously. And my brother is um Um, I'm gonna say Alex. Alma. Mm, that's a good one. Well, yeah, and everyone else's comments were basically like, you know, talking about talk about Red Bull, talk about this, talk about that, which we've already done. Um, someone wanted us to do drivers as romance tropes, which we've already done before. So, so no, unfortunately, we won't. <laughs> Although I do think that um, there's real potential in the uh, Carlos Pierre, <laughs> you guys, friends, best friends to lovers, <laughs> fan fiction. Um, that Zoe was inspired by a photograph for someone to write when she saw the picture. Yeah, I. It was also just how car. Are <laughs> 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 this the next? <laughs> that actually is Pierre's future. I think. I think he's Leo. You're so right. Yeah, Pierre Gasly is Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, fascinating. He's very much Leo. Totally. Um, but where was I going with this? What were we talking? Oh, about? I was just. It, it was Carlos. The way Carlos was like looking at him, like he was like. He understood. Like, like I've just been like something's happened to me. And, yeah, you know. and like same. I get it. Oh, also, I tried to read um, some fan fiction. And I could only get um, through about a pair. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you wouldn't be able to do it. No, okay. This is actually a call to action for anyone who's <laughs> willing to uh, participate. There's some really, really good books. They're books, uh, fan fiction out there of Harry Styles that I've read, and. I'm curious about, and I've gotten some recs, um, but I'm curious about any fan fiction recommendations you have about um, Formula One drivers. And, you know, I just want to be very clear. I'm not, it's not about objectifying anybody. It's that there's real talent out there and I'm really interested in Formula One at the moment. And so I would like to read a good book about Formula One. Um, And so if anyone has any ideas, and I have read the Dirty Air series, so... um, I feel like those wrecks would come in, but I did read that. I've read all four books in like a week and a half. Um, so, the, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Be well. What are we doing? It's going on I can't believe people listen to too this. Long. I'm gonna, this whole thing is going to be spliced and diced. Um, <laughs> I'm crying. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, couldn't do it without you tbd on whether or not we'll do an abu dhabi race recap yeah it just depends on if they bring it or not depends yeah um but we probably will go live on tiktok after the race is over on sunday so if you want to join us on tiktok come on over when the race is complete i'm sure we'll be talking about if logan is coming into williams or not what the situation is with that and just the final the finality of it all for everyone so um oh seb seb daniel but Daniel is not Seb is like maybe bye forever. Yeah. Daniel and Mick is sad, but it's like bye for now. Yeah. Maybe forever, but stop. No, well, I'm just saying it maybe it could be forever. Yeah, but there's enough rumors for me to think it's not forever. Yeah. 
Thank you all for listening and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.